Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and our first contestant this week is host of the Sci Guys podcast. It's Corey Will. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Our second contestant is host of the Shy Guys podcast. It's Dave Warnicky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm so shy. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, uh, Dave and Corey. It took me a while to book you, Dave. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> went through your agent. A real prick. If, if yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Corey, uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're our closest thing to a local guest here. Yeah, I'm from Scotland, live in London, travelled yeah. up there, yeah. down here. <laughs> I feel like this is the halfway point between those two things. Oh, yeah, that's an average, right? Yeah. Right? Fantastic. Do you hate Scotland or London more in Leeds? <laughs> Good answer, yeah. <laughs> uh, for first-time listeners who might be wondering what this show is all about and how it works, well, it's pretty simple, really. I ask a relatively obscure trivia question, and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers, as well as the real one, and they have to guess which one is correct. Does that make sense? Doesn't really matter if it doesn't. <laughs> all right, are we ready to play? So ready. So very ready. The first question comes from listener David Kingfisher from Norwich in the UK. Are you in tonight, David? Where's Norwich? Is that near here? Don't look at me. I don't know where Norwich is. <laughs> North, I think. No. Uh, <laughs> no? East? South. It's south, I think. It's about, about four, four hours. hours south. We drove four hours south today. Yeah. Should, we, shouldn't we be in Norwich then? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the question is, what is the definition of the word nudiustertion? Nudiustertion. 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 All right, while they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. You get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant, and another point if you correctly guess the answer. By the way, I'm also playing as the house. Boo! Absolutely, Lee's correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> 
So I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to two points per round. It seems fair, but apparently the probability favours me. The house. (laughs) (laughs) And the house always wins, although if you've listened to previous shows, you'll know that is not always the case. Anyway, (laughs) our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. Any Patreons in tonight? If you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod linked in the show notes. All right, here is question number one. These are your five options. The Victorian aversion to any intimate area of a lady being on show, like their sexy ankles. Cool, nudie assertion. The day before the day before today. Uh, Okay. Yesterday's yesterday. When you think... (laughs) (laughs) Stop blowing my mind. Uh, Option three, when you think you look good in a hat, but you really do not. <laughs> uh, the state of banana is in once its skin has been removed. <laughs> That's my favourite state. Or a painful twisting whilst naked. <laughs> a painful twisting whilst naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that your final answer? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm tempted by that. Yeah. Sometimes I just say what I like the sound of. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, five very good options there. Um, so the first one's so Victorian ankles. Yep. Uh, an aversion to intimate areas of ladies being on show like their ankles. Okay. So there's the banana. The banana. There's the Victorians. Yes. There's, there's the day th- before the day before today. Uh, not looking good in a hat. And uh, painful twisting whilst naked. Nude. Mm. What are you, any, any thoughts, oh, Corey? Oh, on thoughts on my end. I... I think Victorian makes too much sense. Okay, great. You really talked yourself out of that one. (laughs) (laughs) Thought you were going to lock it in, no? No, did you lock it in first? I don't know how this works. Yeah, no, you go first, Dave, this time. Corey does not have the confidence. Listen to him. I'm thinking the day before, the day before today. Okay. So if today is Friday. Yes. Is that, how many days before is that? It's Wednesday. Wednesday, okay, that's a much easier way of saying it. So it means Wednesday. It, yeah. I'm going to lock that in. Nudie assertion. The day before, the day before today. Please lock that in. Locked in. What about you, Kari? Nudie assertion. The Victorian ankles. Sexy one, please. <laughs> and you're locking that in. I'm locking okay. it in. Okay. All right, I'm locking, I'm locking that in for Kari. This is who wrote the answers. A painful twisting whilst naked was Kari. Oh. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> that is something that is between me and my doctor. <laughs> and I thank you not to ask. Uh, the state of a banana it was the house. And yeah, okay, I, could, I could smell it. I could smell it. On when the house. you think you look good and happy, you really do not. That was Dave. Yeah. <laughs> That's every time I've ever put on a hat. <laughs> uh, the Victorian aversion to intimate areas of. Ladies being on show like their sexy ankles. That was the house. <gasps> so one point for the house there, meaning Dave is correct. It was the day before the day before today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We have a word for that. I didn't realize we had a word for the day that. before the day before today. Nudie assertion. Yes, very underused word. So that means quick score update Corey on zero, Dave on one, and the house on one. Here's question number two. Okay, it's close, it's close. This one comes from Rachel Johnson in Melbourne here tonight. Rachel. <laughs> uh, what world record, and Dave, you're an expert on these, so hopefully you don't know this one. What okay. world record did Matt Hand 
<laughs> Set on the 9th of May 2001. Matt Hand. Yes. 9th of May 2001. That's right. Okay, just going back through my encyclopedic knowledge. <laughs> so you just got to write, a, write a, a world record of some description there. And whilst you're writing your answers, I'm going to tell the audience a little bit more about the word nudistertian. <laughs> uh, according to the Etiman blog, the word literally means today the third day and derives from the Latin word nudisterianus. <laughs> which in turn originates from the phrase nudius tertius the day before yesterday breaking this down even further the word nudius comes from nu meaning now and dius for day and tertius means third huh does that, <laughs> that means nu metal means now metal yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. have you heard it? it's the freshest sound ever <laughs> All right, here's question number two. What world record did Matt Hand set on the 9th of May, 2001? Most spins on a windmill while strapped to a blade. <laughs> the furthest distance hopping on one foot. The largest pile of beer mats flipped and caught. Most and caught. <laughs> most Mars bars concealed somewhere on the human body. Or most cum guzzled in one minute. <laughs> This is a tough one. <laughs> I mean, how much could you do in one minute? Yeah. And what's a, a guzzle? I'm, I was thinking, yeah, it's not gargle. What's a guzzle? It just means swallow. Have a go. Yeah, have a go. go. <laughs> have a guzzle. Have, have a guzzle. So can you re please re recap one more time? Matt Hand. Uh, most spins on a windmill while strapped to a blade. Oh, I want it to be that. Furthest distance hopping on the left foot. The largest pile of beer mats flipped and caught. Most Mars bars concealed somewhere on a human body. Or most cum guzzled <laughs> in one minute. Oh, I'm feeling cum. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, just a little bit. You're really feeling that? <laughs> okay. Cara, would you, like, would you like to talk, talk, talk us through the, the reasoning behind that? Uh, I just like the idea of someone guzzling a lot of cum. I don't know, it just... But, it's, but only for one minute. Only for one minute. Any longer and it's, 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 it's not prudish, the opposite of prudish. Yeah, it's, it's too it, vulgar, it, I think. Yeah, you're right. One minute is enough. Yeah, uh, anything more than a minute is performative, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of the windmill, though. I would like to be strapped to a windmill blade and spun. Okay. <laughs> okay. What are you thinking, Dave? So it's most bar mats flipped and, and caught. caught. Corey, Dave went first last time. This oh, is your, okay, this yes. Is your oh, we're giving the, our answers. Yeah, sorry. Uh, ooh. What was the one after the windmill? Uh, furthest distance hopping on the left foot. I'm going to lock that in. Furthest distance hopping on the left foot. Okay, okay locking that in for Corey. What about you, Dave? I am tempted by the, the bar mats, I believe. All right, lock in. Are you locking it in or tempted? Yeah. <laughs> That's a real soft <laughs> yeah. answer, isn't it? Mm. You're looking, it. Are you trying lock to it. read me or something? Lock it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go okay. through the answers. Most cum guzzled in one minute. That was Corey. No. Uh, oh, no. When in doubt, come it out. <laughs> it's, it's great to have a catchphrase. It really is. <laughs> Uh, most Mars bars concealed somewhere on a human body was Dave. Yes, that's true. That felt very Dave. Uh, most spins on a windmill while strapped to a blade. That was the house. 
Uh, I don't know if you know, I was riding this as we drove from Glasgow to Leeds, and I don't know if you saw the windmills out the window, but <laughs> oh. a little insight into no, my process. I did see a lot of cum being gustled. <laughs> <laughs> we drove through some, some uh, interesting villages, <laughs> to say the least. The furthest distance, hopping on the left foot, that was also the house. Oh. No. So, Dave, once again, correct. The largest pile of beer mats flipped down oh. court. This never happens. This never happens. Uh, yeah, wow. So, quick score update. Uh, Corey on naught. Mm-hmm. Dave in the house in the lead on two apiece. This uh, is like golf, right? I'm winning. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. in golf you still have to score something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be on zero. <laughs> All right, question number three. Okay. This one was written by Nathaniel Gingrich from Hoffman Estates in Illinois. The question is, what is the nickname of UFC welterweight Tim Means? What is the nickname of UFC welterweight Tim Means? Mm. While you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a little bit more about Matt Hand. So I think beer mats are what we would call uh, coasters. Do you call them coasters or beer mats? So you call them beer mats, we call them coasters. But yeah, so they're just little cardboard squares. And then it was a pile. Yeah, and it was a pile of 112. (laughs) Oh. I thought Uh, he was flipping and catching them one by one, like flip cup. No, I think it was... was All at once. I think it was the the stack, a pile of them. He did it at Waterstones Bookshop Gallery in Nottingham in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) It took him over four hours and 129 attempts before he broke the previous record of 111. Seems like he's basically a full-time record breaker. He's living your dream, Dave. That, uh, is, that is my dream, absolutely. It, and it, but he kind of presents them as performance art. His website's all about, you know, the theories behind why he does it. And, uh, <laughs> just, with, it's just like really intellectualizing yeah, it, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like fully. According to his website, uh, it says, by asking audiences to witness and or take part in world record-breaking events, Matt Hand invites him to consider the underlying motivations of this hugely popular cultural phenomena. His performances investigate the complex conditions behind the extraordinary and persistent human desire to live on in some capacity and to be recognised as the best at something, anything. <laughs> through these events, Matt Hand it's still aims. Going. <laughs> through these events, Matt Hand aims to explore his own relationship with the compulsion to make a mark. The cultural position and function of world records and the possibility for their artistic re-representation, interpretation through live art and installation. Okay, well, he's just set a new world record there for the world's most pretentious (laughs) 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 He just can't help himself, this guy. He's always setting records. Dave, you like world records, don't you? Absolutely love them. If you had to choose one world record to break, which would it be? For a while there, I was really good at putting eggs into egg cups using only my feet. But I was, I was on world record pace. How does one find that they're good at that? Yeah, so I'm, I've, got, I've got quite dexterous feet. So I think something to do with that, I reckon. Oh, really? Dexterous toes or just dexterous feet? Can you do it with one foot? Yeah, I could do it with one foot, absolutely. Oh, yeah? If anyone pulls out a, an, an egg, egg right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll prove this. All right, the answers are in. We'll come back to the egg if we can get. Somebody has an egg and cup. Yeah, please get me an egg. <laughs> and maybe we can talk about your if you've got a record in mind as well. Come guzzling is already been on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so the question is, what is the nickname of UFC welterweight Tim Means? Here are your five options. The Dirty Bird. <laughs> Glove Boy. <laughs> the Baltimore Blopper. Blop- blopper. 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 The Meanie. Or the Fister. (laughs) (laughs) I want it to be the Fister. (laughs) I I want it to be the Fister. Yeah, okay. But what about the answer? All right, here we go. (laughs) Bit of fun there. Um, So we've got the the Dirty Bird, Glove Boy, the Baltimore Blopper, the Meanie or the Fister. What is a Blopper? I don't... I don't... don't. (laughs) I'm not here to answer questions. I'm here to ask him. <laughs> yeah, okay. The meanie, that's the one that's like, that's, that's his name. <laughs> that feels... So, but is that, you know... It's a red herring. The old, that dog the house trying to... Dog us. Um, <laughs> um, Dogging means something different the, here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> the... <laughs> the fister. Glove boy. And what was the fifth one? Uh, the one the I haven't said? Bird. The Dirty the Fister Glove Boy. You dirty. said two. Yeah, I've said them all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, I should get a point. Um, is it back to me going first? Yeah. What are you thinking? I'm thinking... Uh, sometimes I reckon Matt makes you overthink, so I'm thinking the meanie, and I'm going to lock that in. Locking in the meanie for Dave. What about you, Corey? I'm going with my heart and my fist. <laughs> <laughs> The fister, I'm locking in the fister. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, the Baltimore Blopper, that was the house. <laughs> Glove Boy, that was Dave. Yeah. <laughs> now, how'd you come to that, Dave? Um, I thought if I was in the UFC, what would I want to be called? <laughs> <laughs> they don't use gloves in the UFC, right? Yeah, they do, don't they? Do they? I, I don't know what UFC they is. They wear those little mitts. <laughs> you know, to, to soften the millions of strikes to a human face. Mitten boy. Yeah. Uh, the meanie, which Dave picked, that was Corey. So a point oh! for Corey. Well done. Thank you very much. Well done. Uh, the fister was the house. Uh. <laughs> meaning the correct answer was the dirty bird. So one point to Corey. One point... To the house. Boo. I really liked Leeds until moments ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that means the scores are now Corey on one, Dave on two, and the house on three Ooh. points. Ooh. The house is taken off. All right, question number four. Harry Green from Cows on the Isle of Wight wrote this one. <laughs> You're not a fan of the Isle of Wight. Harry's question is, 60s teen idol Adam Faith died on the 8th of March 2003 at the age of 62. What was the last thing he said before he died? Okay. What were his famous last words? And the gu- what's the guy's name? Adam Faith. Adam Faith. 60s Adam teen Faith. idol. 60s teen... While you're writing your answers, here's some more information on the Dirty Bird. According to wikipedia.org, Means began training at the age of 12 as he was a troubled kid and was taken under the wing of a local trainer. In 2004, Means was involved in a shooting incident outside of a bar and suffered a nine-inch gunshot wound in the femoral artery of his thigh. It's a grim story to be telling while I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Just a bit of uh, fun facts for you. Uh, He was prescribed... It doesn't get any better. (laughs) He was prescribed painkillers and morphine and developed a morphine dependency. 
I'm just wondering why I'm doing this now. <laughs> After means uh, prescriptions run out, he began experimenting with methamphetamine. <laughs> A few years after Means began using meth, he found himself in trouble with the law and was charged with aggravated assault <laughs> after punching... How could this get worse? It keeps getting worse! <laughs> uh, after punching a man who broke into his home, after serving more than three years in prison, he turned his life around. Oh! <laughs> prison works. <laughs> <laughs> you, always, you always say it. You always say it. That is, yeah, one of your other catchphrases, isn't it? <laughs> he was asked where he got the Dirty Bird nickname on the Spitballing podcast, and he said, I went to the state wrestling championships with my mum, and she dyed my hair. I had my first fight when I was 17, and it was a bad haircut, a bad dye job, and someone called me a, a Dirty Bird, and the name stuck. I hated that name for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he likes it now. He likes it now. Corey, do you want to talk about your uh, what you would do for a world record? So, yeah. if you want to know how to guzzle come best, <laughs> first you open up the throat. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> that's it. That, that, that's all of the steps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, and well, that's perfect. Because question number four. <laughs> Question number four, 60s teen idol Adam Faith died on the 8th of March 2003. What were his famous last words? Here are your five options. I'm going to start eating food like a duck. No more chewing for me. <laughs> Dave. Uh, that's option one. Option two, I think I'm getting better. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, option number three, Channel 5 is all shit, isn't it? <laughs> Christ, the crap they put on there. It's a waste of space. Uh, uh, option four, why am I wearing a monocle? <laughs> or finally, I used to backflip off my bed all the time as a child. Watch, I bet I can still do it. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Faith. <laughs> Dave, ducks. Eating like ducks? I, yeah. Mm. I know nothing about that. Okay, good. Good to know. What do you think it is? What do I think it is? Mm. Any well, instincts What was here? number two? Number two, I think I'm getting better. I think I'm getting better. <laughs> I think I'm getting better. The other one was Channel 5. It's <laughs> all shit, isn't it? <laughs> now, what is, what is Channel 5? Is that so we have TV here. It's a TV channel. It's like you, there's this box in your house um, okay. and it shows pictures on it. Uh, it's, it it's, it's the worst TV channel. It is true. Right. It is bad. It is Someone shit. just said the Spice Girls started it. Is that Did true? Did they? As in like Why they, does everyone have fun facts that I don't do know? They, <laughs> as in they were the first ever people on the... Or the, it's their channel, they own it. First broadcast. And you think that's shit. <laughs> Jeez, they got high standards oh over here. Oh my God, spice up your life. Come on. <laughs> Get into it. Love the spice. Yeah. So... Oh, Home and Away is on Channel 5. I understand now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Come on, Curry, uh, you've got the crack here. What do you reckon? 
Channel 5 is shit. I'm going to lock it in. I'm going to lock it in. Channel 5 is shit. What about you, Dave? Okay, we've got Duck. We've got I'm Getting Better. We've got Channel 5. We've got Monocle. We've got... Backflip. (laughs) Backflip. I mean, we all want it to be the backflip. But that wasn't his last words. He did do the backflip. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that, that's an unrelated... That's you trying to put us off there. Different he did anecdote. do the backflip. Um, uh, f- f- fuck it, I'm going to lock in the backflip. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want it, we want it. We want it. All right, we'll go through the... Who wrote the answers there? Uh, the no more chewing, because he's going to eat like a duck. That was the house. What? That was not me. That was not you? I thought that was a Simpsons reference. I, I mean, I also like The Simpsons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm getting better. That was Cory. Oh. They hated that. Oh, oh, brutal. oh my God. That's worse than Channel 5. <laughs> Come on. Uh, why am I wearing a monocle? That was Dave. Yes. Mm. Yeah, people don't get it. No, I get it, but do you want to Imagine if that was your last ever words. <laughs> Why am I wearing a monocle? A train hits you. Imagine. Imagine that was what I was, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I used to do a backflip off my bed. Uh, that was the house. Ooh. Harry from the Isle of Wight wrote that one. And that means the correct answer is Channel 5 is all <laughs> shit, isn't it? <laughs> wow. I was sure you were going to get that seeing as if Corey didn't write it, how am I writing a one about Channel 5? I didn't even I know what it meant. I the Isle of Wight. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, I a very good point. I thought he'd written it. I thought he'd written it. <laughs> Thinking is hard. All right, here is the score update on two points, Corey. Yes. On two points, Dave. Thank you. But out in front of four points, it's the house. Ooh. I'm winning Ooh. a few over. There's a couple coming around. <laughs> All right, so three questions left. Dave, you've got to you got to pick it up. Okay, Corey, you got to, You're on. You're you've you've warmed up now. I yeah, feel like you're I was the underdog. I'm coming back. Question number five comes from Jim Bates from Sackett's Harbour in New York, and the question is: What did Solange Knowles tweet on the 10th of March, 2010? that got at least 13 retweets before it was deleted. What did Solange Knowles, Beyonce's sister, Solange... Thank you. <laughs> also a musician, but um, probably, yeah, quite famous sister as well, Beyonce. And um, <laughs> while you're writing those <laughs> tweets, I'll give the audience a little bit more information about Adam Faith. According to the Daily Mail, Adam Faith uh, was with his 22-year-old girlfriend in a hotel room when he collapsed and died from a heart attack. Apparently, um, when his girlfriend uh, was there waiting, someone in the ambulance said, don't worry, your dad will be okay. (laughs) 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 Is 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 that what killed him? (laughs) <laughs> Imagine hearing that. Yeah. Oh. I uh, yeah. I get the questions and then I try and find a fact after that. So I'm like, I, f- I found out all this stuff after. I'm like, oh fucking hell. <laughs> it's too late. I've already written it down. What am I going to do? Think of another question. <laughs> Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Dave, have you got your answer in? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, yep. Yep. Let's come through. <laughs> I've got Sorry. my answer in, Matt. Yeah, thank you, Curry. <laughs> All I'm right. a good boy. Yeah, suck up. <laughs> Sucking up to the house. That's how you win. Yeah, it is. This is true. <laughs> Though if we combine, we're on the same score as the house. Can That's I just right, say? yeah. It's f- I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey, he's new to the podcast. I can corrupt him. <laughs> All right, so here is question number five. Now, you two, you really need some points here. Okay. <laughs> no pressure, but you're doing shit out so far. All right. I've never been on a show that's so openly hostile to its guests. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm encouraging you. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did Solange Knowles tweet on the 10th of March, 2010? I'm the most talented member of my family and it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> my thumb itches and my armpits swell... Uh, and my... Yeah, no wonder it's deleted. It was full of typos. (laughs) My thumb itches and my armpits smell like SpongeBob fever. Uh, Why am I wearing a monocle? (laughs) It really makes you think. (laughs) What are the chances? Ed Balls? Ed Balls. Ed Balls? <laughs> it feels like something that everyone gets for me, but... <laughs> or finally, we spend so much time fighting each other in America <laughs> that we never take time to be America and see America. <laughs> So you got five pretty good options there. <laughs> Corey, what are your thoughts? Solange. Do you know much about Solange? I, I know that Solange is related to Beyonce mm. and that Beyonce was in Destiny's Child alongside two other people. Mm. Michelle Williams and... The other one. Kelly, Kelly, Rowland. Kelly Rowland. But they're not the original ones. What? There's two others as well, right? Like the no one bears. cares about them. <laughs> <laughs> So, what are you thinking, Corey? I'm thinking... Uh, I think it is true that we don't have enough time to be America and see America. <laughs> and recently I did see America, and it would help us all, you know? <laughs> oh, gosh. What, was the, what were the other ones? What was the first one? Uh, I'm the most seldom member of this family. It's not even close. Okay. I can't we... imagine how, inebri- how inebriated or intoxicated you'd have to be to tweet that whilst being related to Beyonce. Yeah. So that one's out. Um, I think America... I'm going with America. I want to lock that in. Okay. Okay. I was also tempted by that until I saw Matt's reaction there. Um, 
I got a pretty good poker face. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Curry, you know, are you locked in, Curry? That, by the way. No. No. <laughs> well played. Could you do the right answer, please? Uh, no, I can't do that, but I can quickly give you them all once more. Mm-hmm. My son, a member of the family. My thumb itches and my armpits smell like SpongeBob fever. Why am I wearing a monocle? Ed Balls. Or A America, B America, C America. SpongeBob fever, I think. SpongeBob fever for Curry. Yeah, I'm going to lock that in. What about you, Dave? Ed Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic selections. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go through who wrote these. Uh, I'm the most talented member in the family, and it's not even close. That was the house. Ooh. The house also wrote, we spend too much time fighting <laughs> each other in A America. Incredible. That we never take the time to be America. No. And see. We spend so much time... <laughs> She's really encouraging me. (laughs) We spend so much time fighting each other in America that we never take time to be America and see America. (laughs) Vote for me for Student Body Council. (laughs) Um, Why am I wearing a monocle? That was Dave. What? Do you know when I said, Dave, have you sent yours in? Yeah, I was confused. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we had Ed Balls. That was Curry. So one point for Curry. (laughs) That was such a gamble. (laughs) I also have no idea what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? (laughs) So a man named Ed Balls, who was an MP or something, an MP tweeted out uh, his first tweet on Twitter was just his name Ed oh, Balls okay. that is very good then. yeah 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 I'm relying on British memes <laughs> uh, which means that my thumb itches and my armpits smell like Spongebob fever is correct what? two points for Curry <laughs> how's that possible what does that mean I don't know and um, yeah that's probably why she deleted it soon after <laughs> Uh, the next question. We've only got two questions left. This one is question number six, and it comes from Matt Stafford from Bars Scrub. Is that in this country? Yeah. Sounds like it could be Bars Scrub. That sounds like it's in Australia. Oh. <laughs> uh, Matt's question is: In 2008, New York Yankee Jason Giambi. In 2008, New York Yankee Jason Giambi started what superstition to break out of his hitting slump that inspired teammates to do the same? So he started doing like a bit of a routine superstition thing. What was that superstition? While you're writing those answers, I couldn't really figure out what the Slange tweet was about, but I found this uh, listicle of weird celebrity tweets on parentsinfluence.com, and they wrote... (laughs) All right, this tweet makes us think that someone got a hold of Solange Knowles' Twitter account. Not sure if the singer-songwriter really wanted to let us know about her itchy thumb and sweat. (laughs) Come to think of it, what does SpongeBob fever even mean? (laughs) This one just makes us scratch our heads. Sometimes a post is so strange, we speculate that either the person posting was under the influence or their account was hacked. Not sure what was up with Knowles when this post came out, but it definitely drew a reaction from followers. I guess we'll just keep it a mystery about what she meant. That's the kind of insight you can get from 
Parentsinfluence.com. Uh, are you a reader of Parents Influence, Corey? Oh, avid, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We all are in the UK. It's the most popular, most popular news source. Yeah. They do fantastic uh, listicles. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean journalism. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it, what's happening at this table? Is everything okay? <laughs> What's, ha- what, what's happening? I you snorted. <laughs> you, I snorted. All right, here's question number six. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. It'll be so. The podcast will go for about eight minutes, but anyway. In 2008, New York Yankee Jason Giambi started What Superstition to Break Out of a Hitting Slump, inspired teammates to do the same. He chewed six packets of gum all at once before taking the field, guzzling cum for one minute. <laughs> At the midpoint of the game, changed his laces from left uh, cleat to his right and vice versa, and then soaking the laces in holy water overnight. (laughs) Uh, He pilgrimaged to Elvis's Graceland to pray to the king before each game. (laughs) Or he started wearing a golden tiger-striped G-string under his uniform. Ooh. All of these are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. Well, we know that it's guzzling cum. So let's just move to the... Mm. I feel like uh, like with most superstitions, it, the first time it's kind of an accident. And then you go, oh, I played better. I've got to keep wearing the G-string. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I happened to go... We were playing a game in Memphis. I went to see Graceland. And then mm. we won. Maybe I've got it there every time. But... The other ones. <laughs> I tripped and fell and guzzled cum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, you know, played so well. Or like for the, the, extra the holy water one. How do you accidentally un- untie your cleats, then accidentally soak it in holy water, then accidentally put them back on the next day? Yeah, it's be hard. But or accidentally it to the best of us. Or six packets of gum all at once. Honestly, maybe my theory isn't helping out at all here. <laughs> well, I mean, you, if that is the case, you've ruled out a couple possibly. Um, I think it's your turn though, Corey. I am feeling... Oh, I'm going to regret this. I'm feeling Graceland. I'm going to... Lo- <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't locked that in? I'm not locked that in. Um, he, should perhaps, he lock that in? I'm not... I'm, I'm not... Maybe I'm feeling chewing gum. I'm not. <laughs> don't. I think I'm going to lock in chewing gum. Chewing Whatever. gum. Oh, I missed his face. Curry. I missed his face. All right. Okay. So we don't think it's Graceland. Is that I'm right? not saying anything. Okay. <laughs> he maybe did travel. Knowing that baseball games are sometimes double and triple headers. <laughs> he may have traveled to Graceland interstate, you know, in the short breaks between. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. I so the other ones are g-string, g-string, gum, uh, laces, laces, gum, cum guzzling. Okay. Ooh. that sounds like a really fun day. Yeah. <laughs> Do the gum at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with the laces. Give me some holy water. Okay, okay, laces for Dave. Here are the answers. Who wrote them? Um, 
Come guzzling for one minute. That was Corey. Uh, <laughs> pilgrimage to Elvis's Graceland to pray to the king before each game. That was the house. Oh. Dodged a bullet. <laughs> really did. Uh, chewed six packets of gum all at once before taking the field. Corey locked that in, but that was Dave's. Oh. Gotcha. Ah. One point to Dave there. Dave uh, went for the soaking the laces in holy water overnight. That was the house. No. Meaning the correct answer was he started wearing a golden tiger striped G-string <laughs> under his uniform. <laughs> so that means one point to the house, one point to Dave. Uh, and the scores are now, quick score update. We've got Dave on three points, Corey on four points, but out in front on five points. It's the house. Still anybody's game going into the last round. See, so we can't let the, the house score any points this round, okay? So we've got to work together. We'll work together. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Can you trust me yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the final question comes from Braden from Brisbane. And we always finish with a film synopsis question. So you've just got to write a short film synopsis. You know, it could be a short paragraph sort of thing. And uh, the s- film you've got to synopsize is the 2011 film Ant Farm Dickhole. <laughs> that is literally my favourite film. What? Okay, well just don't give too much away, Curry. Ant Farm Dickhole. Okay, I did hear that right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now while your answers are being written, here is some more information about Jason Giambi's superstition from Bleacher Report. When former New York Yankees first baseman Jason Giambi broke out of a particularly gruesome hitting slump in 2008, he revealed that the secret to his success was a gold thong. Not only did he pony up to using the lingerie to spark his performance at the plate, but he also divulged that it's something he's done in the past. His teammates were so impressed that a few decided to try it for themselves, including one Johnny Damon, who rationalised the decision by claiming that the mechanics of the thong stop a hitter from focusing too much on their hands or balance. (laughs) (laughs) So it worked for him, something to try out. I don't know if there's any baseballers in tonight. It's not a big game over here really, is it? What's what's the big Leeds game? Rounders, big rounders. (laughs) Big rounders town. <laughs> is there, there's a bit, what's the big cricket, there, what's the international cricket ground around here? Headingley. Oh, fucking hell, that's cool. That's one of the cool ones. Dave's a big cricket guy, I love that. We should go visit there tomorrow. All right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let, let's all go. Yeah. It's near you, it's, do you say it's at your house? Is, is that Gary Headingley himself? <laughs> of the Headingley clan? Frickin' hell, I didn't know Gary was in. Oh no, that's great. We'll come, we'll, we'll come see your place tomorrow. Ah, and see your regret on your face. Um, I'm not padding. If that's what anyone's thinking, I'm certainly not padding. Um, what, what, what's your name? <laughs> Uh, you do, you are a big cricket fan, Dave. I think that might surprise some people. Because you're such a... <laughs> you're such a party... I'm such a, such a rounders boy. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> oh, look, I you're such a party animal. I think people would be yeah. surprised to know that you're into such a, a slow-paced sport. You're sort of like a... You're a kind of high-octane character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I love, uh, I love the art of spin bowling. Here's the final question. So it really is anyone's game. Dave, you'll need the maximum two points. Corey, if you get two points, you'll win. If you get one point, you will level with the house. Ooh. Okay, remember. Assuming the house doesn't get a point. Yeah, we can't let the house get a point here. All the right. house will not get a point. So one of these five is the synopsis for the film Ant Farm Dickhole. <laughs> Which one is it? A teenage boy named Max begins to become attracted to his ant farm. Have you... <laughs> I thought we were all grown-ups here. Yeah. Frickin' hell. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> That'd be so itchy. <laughs> if you could let me finish. That's what he said to the end. <laughs> 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 so the question is oh the answer the answer is oh this is the answer this I'm locking it in okay a teenage boy named Max be begins to become attracted to his ant farm have you ever had 1400 girlfriends all at once <laughs> well Max has <laughs> uh this Disney Channel original movie... <laughs> this is the next one. <laughs> should, uh, this is the next one. This Disney Channel original movie sees our favourite outcasts from Disney Channel's Ant Farm face their most trying challenge yet. How will they dig themselves out of this one? <laughs> Option three... Hostile army ants make their nest inside a living man's penis. <laughs> the unwilling host discovers that when bullies attack him, the ants defend their nest. <laughs> Thus begins a tragic tale of what happens when the powerless become powerful. Option four. <laughs> High school is hard, but it's even... <laughs> Are all of these dick-related? Yeah. <laughs> High school is hard, but it's even harder for the members of Ant Farm Dickhole, the worst <laughs> band in history. But Max and his friends have a plan to turn everything around at the homecoming dance. Will they be able to sabotage their rival band, Sky Punch, and end high school with a bang? That's option number four. Or finally, based on true events... Ant Farm Dickhole details the miraculous escape of notorious Swedish gangster Anders Ericsson from a high-security prison in Malmo. Despite the giveaway in the title, training ants to hide in his urethra and pick locks on his command is only one... <laughs> ..is only the first of many incredible lengths Anders must go to before he can escape. OK. So you've got five options there. Oh, my God. Oh, my so you God. You've got Max with his aunt girlfriends. Uh, you've got the Disney Channel uh, <laughs> digging themselves out. Uh, you've got the hostile army ants um, nesting in a man's penis. And they start protecting the nest. Uh, you've got the 
high school band, Ant Farm Dickhole, or you've got the Swedish gangster breaking out of the jail by training ants. And that one's based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Aren't they all based on true stories, really? In a lot of ways, yeah. <laughs> this could... I feel like the house is writing from experience here, right? Yeah. This could be the toughest yes. question I've ever faced. Yeah. The hardest question mm. you've ever faced. Hey, hey. What are you thinking, Dave? <laughs> um, I think it could be the bully self-defense. Okay. I, I think that um, that sounds plausible. That, uh, yeah, ants would nest in it. Of course, and they yeah. would protect their... Protect their host. Yes. Instead of eating the penis. Yeah. But what is it? I love how they're described as hostile ants. <laughs> anyway, I probably should have collaborated with you there because that we, would have been we, a good idea. We don't. What, do you th- did I just lock in a good one? Do you think? Did you lock it in? Did I lock it in? I think I locked it in. Um, I didn't lock it in. What do you think? I don't know. Okay, you, you wouldn't have helped me. I wouldn't have helped you. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. sorry. I okay. want to win. Okay, I'm going. I'm going with it. I'm going with the. All right. And what do you want to go for, Corey? I'm going to go with Dave's answer, the one that he wrote. Um, to give the high school band one. I like it. To give me a point. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, appreciate that. All right, I'm locking that in. It's locked in. All right, here's who wrote the answers. Okay. A teenage boy named Max begins to become attracted to his ant farm. That was Dave. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you write what you know, okay? <laughs> you write what you know. Have you ever had 1,400 girlfriends at once? <laughs> well, Max has, and so have I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Swedish gangster one, that was the house. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the Disney Channel original movie cast, that was Cory. I thought you said dig hole. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> and they all became about dicks. Yeah. <laughs> then it made sense. <laughs> Uh, the one about the high school band, that was the house. Oh, oh no! So I pointed the house, but Dave was correct. Uh, hostile army ants made a nest inside a man's living penis. Or a living man's penis. <laughs> I guess both things are yeah. true. Uh, so one point for Dave, one point for the house. Uh, I'll, get the pe- I'll get someone to tabulate these scores in a second. Um, but in the meantime, just let me tell you quickly a little bit more about this film. I just found an IMDB user review. I'll read that out. Um, for a B or even a D movie... <laughs> oh. Uh, That's good stuff. <laughs> uh, there are some wonderful aspects to such a low-budget, poorly-acted movie as this. So it's got a lot of bad reviews, but I found one. one this is a positive review. Uh, first, the plot is original and hilarious. Second, it has what D movies are made for, lots of people dying and lots of naked women. Okay. Third, it has one of the most obvious and offensive titles ever. Fourth, everyone's name and many of the words have ant substituted in. (laughs) (laughs) This is what, these are some of the things that he looks for in a good movie. Can can you do me a favor? Can you check to see if the person that wrote that might have the same name as the director on IMDb? Uh, some of the, some examples of these ant words include ant annihilation instead of annihilation. Mm. They say that in the film. Anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like the characters' names are like Ant Drew and stuff. Not Anthony. No, it's like <laughs> very. I guess that's the joke. I don't know. 
Uh, fifth, the dialogue surrounding evolution and relationships is very well written and deep. <laughs> Juxtapose against the poor acting and strange script makes it stick out and brilliant. The <laughs> These actors own the terribleness of the storyline. The people dying own being eaten alive by ants. All the while, centralising around a man masturbating a lot and shooting ants from his penis to get revenge. <laughs> oh, and the girls in the bikinis are the smartest people in the film? Classic. <laughs> it's one of the weirdest reviews I've ever written. Yeah. I read. <laughs> 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 oh dear. <Ooh>. Well. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not write that, I promise. A uh, quick score check to finish us up here. Uh, in, thir in equal third place, it's Dave and Corey on four points, but out in front, it's the house on six. Four plus four is eight. Yes. Yeah. So we join together. You, you do. You win on combined. So the winners, the joint winners, it's Curry and Dave. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, Curry. Where can people find you? In my house. No, don't come there. At Sci Guys Pod everywhere except for where it's at Sci Guys, or at Not Curry, or at my house. And Dave and I were on the show oh, this and you, week. Yes, yes. No, I remember this now. Dave and Matt were on, on the show, on Sci Guys. They came and we did MK Ultra, and it was genuinely one of my favourite episodes. You should go and check it out. It was great fun. It was great fun. And Dave, where can people find you? Yeah, people can find me on the book cheat or do go on podcasts. Thank you. All right, well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and thanks so much for being here in person. It's been so nice to be here in Leeds. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. You dickholes, good night. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.